This is an adult podcast made for adults by adults. This episode is about frogs. Ribbit, ribbit. You'd think an episode about frogs would allow us to talk about very nice, calming, peaceful animals. But, of course, it's us. So instead, we talk a lot more about eating different types of animals and Swade continues his dominance as a man by claiming he can fight some pretty strong animals. Let's see if he makes a good case for it. Spoilers, he does not. This is Fake Film Fans. Welcome to Fake Film Fans, a movie podcast for thoughtful degenerates. I'm Suede Best, and I'm a toad. Hey everyone, I'm Walter, and I'm so fucking ready to talk about Normie Muscles on a fucking movie podcast. You say Normie Muscles? Normie fucking Muscles, yes, Normie Muscles. Because you brought it up this time. I was I was going to make a conscious effort today not to talk about my sweet muscles today. I was going to do this as a no-muscle podcast. Oh. I was going to make a conscious effort. But so you brought it okay, up. Okay, well, if that was the case, I mean, if that was the case and you actually succeeded, that would have been amazing. But <laughs> but I bring it up because I, I've decided I'm just going to stop complaining about the podcast behind the scenes. I'm just going to complain it to our fucking audience. And if our audience disagrees with this stuff, they can, like, send us a fucking yeah, email. Yeah, please send us an email. Us to stop complaining Fake about fans the podcast. gmail.com. On the last episode, you said the muscle stuff is the same as the sex stuff. Okay, I can agree, and maybe I can, like, tone down the sex stuff. But what I don't understand is, isn't sex stuff degenerate, which is what this podcast is about, and muscle stuff is, like, super normie? So, like, when you talk about bench pressing 25 pounds, I imagine it's our listeners listening pounds. to that. It's 58 okay. pounds. 58. Okay. exactly. So now, 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 let, what do you think our listeners are doing now? Oh, it's 58 pounds. It's 58 pounds. Now I have to eat my broccoli. Oh, now I can't listen to the podcast. What happens if I want my mom to give me chicken tenders? Oh, no. So we can bench press fucking 58 pounds. This podcast is no longer for no, me. No, no, no. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Walt. You think that growing muscles is like this chadly thing that's like, you know, like, oh, man, me and the situation and are going to the Jersey Shore. We're going to get super jacked and show off our muscles. You know who's not a normie? A guy who's, or a woman, a person who's so jacked that they have to turn sideways to walk through a door. A person who's so muscular that parents hide their children because they're afraid that this muscular being is going to try and eat their kid for protein before their workout. You're you're stuck in this, like, I'm a nerd boy listening to Weezer Zone, and I'm here in, like, a 2022 feeling myself ultra-god status. Except you don't talk about it like that. You talk about it like, I could bench press 58 pounds, yeah, I'm so a I'm a fucking god, because I'm a Chad. I'm a Chad, but I'm not, like, a Chad, like a normie Chad. I'm, like, a, I'm, a, I'm a god. If you're a god, you're still way more normie than an embarrassing degenerate. No, no, no. No, I stand above all of humanity. Okay, that is a fucking normie. No, no, no. Our no, no. degenerate loser listeners are not going to want to listen to a god speak to them. No, they are, because you know what? I am one of you. I'm also a degenerate loser. I'm just trying to get freaking yoked. If you 
truly believe that you want to listen to a god tell you how fucking weak and pathetic no, you are. I never said that. I know we have some traditionally jacked listeners. Are you kidding me? You tell me I'm pathetic and weak each time you talk about muscles. Yeah, because you are pathetic and weak. Not our listeners. Not our listeners. Our listeners are great. Okay, then that's fair. I know everyone wants to listen to how pathetic and weak that's I am. True. No, I'm I'm declaring a moratorium on muscle talk. We're gonna ha- we're gonna do no muscle talk for a little bit. All right. I mean, if it's part of your identity, I guess you're uh, destroying a part of yourself. So we have to destroy ourselves before we can make ourselves it's like andrew tate right it's just like andrew tate oh my god i fucking love no never mind i don't even want to say yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> not just because it's like un pc stuff it's kind of gross well, yeah, he, sucks. he does embody the sweaty muscle stuff and like not in a good way not in a cool way like you know who's the coolest guy at the gym he's this old man he has an arm tattoo and he's like super like old man energy and whenever he leaves the gym he goes to the kroger next door and buys a bunch of lotto tickets and i never see him lift weights i only ever see him using the bicycle machine and he reads while he's on the bicycle and he does it for like an hour just like going hard while he reads and then he goes and buys uh scratch off tickets at the grocery store next door he's fantastic you know that's the kind of energy i want to bring to the table well your muscles don't bring that type of energy to the podcast so for instance at the gym i almost exclusively listen to vtuber and anime music Music while I'm lifting weights. Because that's just who I am, bro. Alright, you're traveling, Walt. You are not in Hong Kong right now. You escaped. Of course, that's what I'm doing. I'm traveling. I'm fucking breaking the COVID protocols. Since this is an American podcast and not an international one. No, this is an uh, international podcast, Walt. <laughs> Before we really get into my travel expeditions, this is a movie podcast. Yeah, it is. So once again... We're returning to the basics where I talk a little bit about the movies that I've seen on my travels. And then maybe Sway will talk about some of his non-movies because, you know. Because I hate movies. He hates movies, exactly. (laughs) The first film I want to talk about, I watched in Hong Kong. I watched The Northman, finally. Oh, shit. How was that? Because I actually really want to see that. I don't know how much you would love it, but I thought it was super fun and super cool. It was like just really grand, really epic. A little art housey with some of the surrealness, but honestly, a not it's not like there's any real metaphors I think are that important to care about. It's just Vikings being sick with like you meet your prophet and your prophet tells you to go through a first trial. The water in that film is so fucking pretty. That's like one thing I keep forgetting. Every single time I watch like super pretty fucking water, I'm always like, holy crap, water looks so much better on film than it does on real life. Because I was traveling and I took the fucking super long railroad from goddamn Seattle to Los Angeles and the water on that railroad. Oh, so you're, wait, are you a California boy right now? I thought you were in California. Yeah, I'm a California oh, boy. Oh, you're, you're a California? Oh, oh, you got the Hollywood glitz. I was wondering why you're so beautiful. I don't know if it's Hollywood and it's more like fucking boredom. It's boredom? Because Cali sucks. That's right. East Coast, <laughs> East Coast, right? Cali just sucks for a non-driver like me, Yeah, man. yeah, it's hard to get anywhere. But anyways, that sea is not as pretty as the Northman Sea. Also, speaking of Northman, I want to like fucking shit on your masculinity again. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) So, the main character, huge spoilers for Swade and for anyone listening to this podcast. The main character decides to um, sacrifice his life for his family. Which is awesome. Yeah, except for the fact that his wife is like, don't, you're going to leave us all alone to this new fucking land. And he's like, 
no worries. The prophets tell me my son is going to be a king, so I must sacrifice myself. <laughs> Which is like the stupidest fucking thing. It just reminds me how fucking stupid it is that you want to sacrifice yourself because whoever you sacrifice yourself to is going to be extra sad and extra broken and extra traumatic and they're never going to recover and you actually curse them to the death of a no, dead no, no, no. life. It depends Congratulations. on- Congratulations. Oh my Their god. Their life sucks You know what now. I'm going to do? Well, you know how I want to die? I want to die after I kill you. It's going to be murder-suicide. You're coming to Roanoke. I'm going to fucking cut your head off. I'm going to fucking feed it to the crows. Goddamn. And then I'm going to walk with your head upon a spear through downtown Roanoke. So I <laughs> I recently uh, beat the new Sp- the Spider-Man Miles Morales Dude, game. I haven't finished talking about my fucking movies. Oh, okay, Look okay. how eager okay. Sweet is to make this fucking podcast a non-film podcast. No, I was podcast. about to talk about what movies. What is that? What I was is about that? to talk about movies. <laughs> God damn it. You're, you're feeling real Hollywood judgmental, huh? You got a little bit of judgmental energy today. Yeah, it's because I already put some plastic tree s- surgery into my fucking... My fingers right now are just trees. Why are they trees? Because all the trees in California are not even from California. Oh, okay. And so you put them in your fingers. I see. Because when the trees aren't from California, they go in your fingers. Is that what you're saying? Okay. I guess it's way more complicated. So I have to explain yeah, myself. Yeah, you do. Because we want to know. No, 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 You want to know what you just said? <laughs> Listen to what you just fucking said. I'm feeling more judgmental because the trees aren't from California. So I put the surgery in my fingers. That's what you said, which is like a crazy ass thing to say and make absolutely no sense. Okay, I'm convinced that I said something crazy. So let's try this one one more time. Everyone in California is fake. So everyone in California looks like this because they need plastic surgery. California trees are fake because all the trees in California are actually brought by indigenous nomadic people before the white people came over if you didn't know that californians all your trees are not organic they all come from somewhere fucking else so congratulations you fucking national park masturbators goddamn california cucks therefore in order to make sure i'm a true california what's the similarity between fake trees and fake people fake so i could have either made a radio reference and saying fake plastic trees or I could have stuck fake trees into my fingers to become a true Californian. Okay. Well, that makes perfect sense. Does this sense. make sense now? That makes perfect sense. I honestly think that's the smartest thing you've ever said, Walt. I think I think you deserve a reward of some kind. I don't know who's going to give it to you. Maybe all the indigenous people will give you an award for your good, good joke. If you actually brought a movie, then you can go first and we can intervally talk. Okay. But if you didn't bring a movie, we need to give you your little mini section of sweet no movie time. No, 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 no. And then I can do a <laughs> no, jingle no, no, for no, you. No, 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 no. Da, 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 I don't bring movies to the movie podcast. No, I've decided da, 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 to. Da, da, da. I've made a decision. So I beat the new Spider-Man game, the Miles Morales one. Played it a while back, never finished it, because there wasn't a whole lot to do. Played it again, this time more focused on the plot, and enjoyed the hell out of it, finished it. It made me realize that I love superheroes, I forgot how much I love superheroes. I have decided (laughs) to torture myself. Mark my words, before this year is over, I will have watched every Marvel Cinematic Universe film. You're hearing it now on the podcast. I'm going to watch every one of these goddamn movies that I haven't seen. I would join you, but I feel, um, how do I say this? 
you know, I can't start things if they're not finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not finished makes it really hard for me to start well, it. So you could, you could watch all the way from, like, the first ones to Endgame, which is, like, the end of the first part, from what people tell me. My plan, actually, right now, is with the exception of movies for the podcast... The only thing I'm going to be watching is Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Okay, but that's also because you don't watch movies. I do watch movies. Like The Mentalist. It's a TV <laughs> show, but it's like movies. It's a TV show of movies. Oh, yeah, like Adventure Time. Adventure or Time like, is uh, great. Count my money. What? I don't know. Some fucking reality TV show that doesn't actually exist. I just thought it might. <laughs> Wait, so how come not the DC Universe? Because those movies are apparently really bad. Nah, why? Really? That's just what I've heard. Some of them also, might be. Also, no one gives a shit about them in the same way people give a shit. And I like I talk a lot of shit off the podcast about Marvel movies. That's not true. All you do is talk about Guardians of Galaxy 2. Because I think it's a good movie. <laughs> but in general, I talk a lot of shit. I don't talk a lot of shit with you, Walt, because you and I aren't really invested in that. But in some of my other circles, I talk a lot shit about it uh like in the circles that really care about marvel you talk yeah that, shit. that are just like so fucking obsessed because with in this fucking podcast all the shit you talk about are any movie that is a little bit artsy and you're like oh when twilight was a big deal and everyone was <laughs> shitting on it i read all the books or no i don't know if i read all the books but i read the first two so is everyone around you starting with shit on marvel no uh, the reason i did that is because i thought it was dumb to shit on something you've not experienced i realized a hypocrisy in me that i've been shitting on all these marvel movies even though i haven't seen them and i know part of the reason i shit on them is because it was so unpleasant every time one came out of the theater it was always the worst experience to oh, work there. i thought you hated the a24 bros more than the marvel no no, bros. no 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 the a24 bros were not as the a24 bros didn't come as a crowd that was what was better about them the marvel oh, bros would show yeah, up yeah, as yeah. a crowd and it would be like non-stop total slammed total mess nerd sweat everywhere it like sucks so fucking hard yeah at my art house theaters it was the same a24 bros never came in crowds but i didn't have marvel bros so the people who came in crowds were oscar bros and they didn't come in crowds like all the young kids so it probably was still better but it was a different bad because it was crowds of 50 year old 60 year old ladies oh god yeah we had we had versions of that we had versions of that but it was never as huge as with it was probably movies. the oscar bros you just don't no no it was uh a24 it was it was not the oscar bros it was usually like the little old lady movies like we would get all these weird christian movies like there's this one movie about this like atheist dude who's like god isn't real and then he like dies on the table like during surgery and comes back and he's like oh shit god is real what do i do and the whole movie is just that that's true we would sometimes get these random ass art house films from like switzerland or something and i've never heard about it except it was adapted from a book and that attracted a lot oh, of the people. old ladies yeah like the snowman uh what the snowman <laughs> isn't that a thriller film yeah it's a th it's a yeah it's a norwegian thriller it's one of them Nor norwegian nordic thrillers i'm pretty sure it's directed by fucking the uh, american actor uh, american director who directs all the thrillers like uh shriekers and uh fucking video drum. it was based on a novel i don't know anything about the movie i just remember that it came out and it wasn't very good oh but the director is literally one of your favorites cronenberg oh really that cannot be true from the snowman from 2017 no directed by thomas alveson son oh why did i think it was fucking cronenberg because you're a, a boy you're a little penis boy oh it's because he did two other thrillers that were famous like let the right one in and tinker taylor soldier spy which is based off a book by jean lacar but no uh the snowman is is uh based on a book written by a guy named joe nesbo who's pretty cool 
Um, I, I don't love his novels, but... I watched Casino by Scorsese and Dial M for Murder by Hitchcock on the plane. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I've seen one of those. I saw Dial M for Murder a while ago in, like, high school. I don't know. They were both entertaining, question mark, but not very interesting. But also the thing is, we had a conversation on the podcast about watching movies on the plane with Tori. I can't remember what fucking Tori said, but I realized I actually don't hear certain characters on the plane because the background noise on the plane is so loud. If a character's voice is not shrieky enough, I actually can't hear the character. Even with the headphones in? Yeah. Weird. Even if I push it on fucking full volume. It's just like the background noise is so loud. So when I watch movies on the plane, I usually want the ones with subtitles, so I can't pick old movies. But I was tired of fucking watching new movies, so I watched these two old films. And yeah, there was just two characters that I couldn't hear, and they were both main characters. I also want to talk a little bit about my experience at the cinema the Q in vancouver which is a sort of non-profit movie theater very close to the vif which is vancouver's international film festival center the films i watch are not that important i watched schraub and ulier's two shorts if you don't know them they're two german directors i think they're german yeah they yeah make... like they made the one about the chicken right they made the one about the chicken yeah they make their money about the chicken, dancing chicken. Is, uh, the chicken eats the dancing chicken here's actually what they made they I made literally just said a movie they made the dancing chicken film there's chicken okay so you don't want to hear any of the other folks they made. no no that, no i just want you to acknowledge the, the, thing. the point of this bit? I, I wanted you is to acknowledge that bit? the thing i said was real i said it is and then i said here's okay fine i'll fucking correct my transition here's some of the other there films they've there made is that okay that's good, that's good. is that the is that that's okay good. Is that That's fucking good. okay? Why do you close your eyes when we make love? Why do you hate me so much? When have we made love? Every day in my heart. <laughs> okay, tell me about Dar- Derek Jarman's oh, short don't, films. You, do, you don't want me to talk about why your flirting doesn't work? No, because my... Because you just force your feelings onto everyone. My flirting works all the time, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... They have a movie called Moses and Aaron about Moses and Aaron doing something. I can't Who remember. Who is Moses what is it? and Walking Aaron? Walking around from the Bible. Oh, Moses. Like Jewish Moses. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, I think they part the scene and, and they like deal with the bowl. But anyways, it's all done in Italian opera. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that film I actually like quite a bit. But I struggled with their other film called Chronicle of Anna Magdalena Bach, who is Bach's wife or sister. I can't remember. And the whole film is just box works filmed what do you mean like Like different types of orchestra bands uh filmed so it's just like a concert show i guess so but magdalena would also like walk around and do stuff randomly yeah but i've never enjoyed classical music very well so anyways but the two films i watch by them is uh two shorts i can't fucking remember what to call it and i don't really care my brain was so jet lagged and it was so artsy I managed to stay awake. I have no fucking idea how I did it. What I do want to actually talk about is the way I talk to people and try to make friends. Okay. Because I think I learned a lot from this experience and I'm going to do better on this trip. So maybe we'll meet a lot of people and we'll be able to talk to more people. With me, you'll be able to talk to a million people. So what ended up happening is I got to the fucking theater and I was like 15 minutes early. There was a guy outside and we started talking and he started introducing to me to the space and talking about the space. His name was Connor. If he ever like fucking listens to the podcast and you're from Vancouver and your name is Connor. Connor from Vancouver. We love you. We love you. It was a really fun conversation in a sort of like he was engaged and he was genuinely interested, but I let it get to my head. So the doors open and instead of being like, okay, this guy's kind of cool. Maybe I can like use this guy and 
maybe after the movie we can like hang out and do something if he has time i was like everyone's gonna be interested in me now so i like <laughs> talked to the ticket concession i like made an announcement that i'm from hong kong a little louder than i probably needed to i talked to the person who was like selling wine and beer i tried to ask who the manager was and i talked to the manager and I asked the manager like oh who's you do who does your programming and each time I kept talking to people, they were still like genuinely happy and excited, but I could feel the vibes and the energy was off. I worked at a volunteer nonprofit cinema too. It's like I started acting like those people who come to a space and are just like too active despite the fact they can't commit and help to the space. And it wasn't like these people sucked. Because it's like they're kind of cute, but you don't know what to do with them. I got you. You were you were being a tourist. You were doing tourist stuff. Exactly. That's a good point. I acted like a tourist. And when I realized I was like the tourist at my old art house film festivals, holy fuck, I shame spiral <laughs> so hard. I think that's actually why I managed to stay awake. You were just in the shame because zone. The whole you were just in the shame spiral movies, spilling down. Yes. I was just like, oh my god, I should have just fucking talked to Connor. If he didn't want to hang out, that was okay. But I didn't need to like fucking announce myself to everyone and look like such a fucking weird loser. <laughs> and I was so fucking embarrassed. And when I was walking home after the movie theater without Connor. <laughs> all alone. All alone. All with alone, your headphones all in. All alone. Listening to the pillows. And my heart was just like fucking screaming. <laughs> I just kept trying to tell myself, you're never going to see them again. You're never going to see them again. You're never going to see them again. But I regret it so bad. Like, it's so weird how, like, I let it get over my head. And my first reaction is, let's see how many people I can talk to. Maybe I can be friends with the whole community. When I should have just been, okay, one person is good enough and that's someone you can try and then if it doesn't work out that's fine too so i've learned next art house movie theater i'm going to you fucks i'm not connecting to your whole theater only one of you to more than people these days what? frogs frogs i connect to frogs ribbit ribbit like kiro sensei remember uh what is it kiro 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 bonito the the show about the frog aliens is that what it's called space cadet sergeant frog yes yeah, sergeant frog sergeant frog sergeant frog love that show. i didn't watch any of that show it was good it was cute kero kero yes you're right kero 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 wait is kero kero bonito based off the fucking sergeant frog manga i have no clue oh yeah because anything a little popular sway doesn't understand it's true all i understand are art house films by Derek jarman <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast people. This is why Swade always has to reference Camp Teori, and now he will only recommend. Uh, re- oh, uh, only he will always Derek reference Jarman. Derek Jarvin because he doesn't know anything about Art House movies. Yeah, I do. Like, what about <laughs> Gribule Svanven? <laughs> He's from Norway, and he makes movies that are just melons rotting slowly for 36 hours. Very experimental. He, he recruits it all on uh, human skin. Okay, so what was that Straub and Uliet movie that you really loved again? Uh, Dark Chicken's Grengenkinder. Okay. That's a good one. Wow, you've actually remembered it. Yeah, because it's a real movie, Walt. No, no, that no, I understand. I just didn't expect you to remember any art house movie because no, I thought I remember you hated lots them of art house all. movies. I mean, Frogs is a really good art house movie. In it my is. It's very opinion. art house. Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit. So this movie is called Frogs, released 
1972 in the U.S., and I thought this movie was going to be fantastic. I thought it was fine. In general, though, I will say, I think making an eco-horror film and not making it a little smart is a little weird. Now, that's that's true. And so the, the quick summary of this, this, you can summarize this movie in half a second. Sam Elliott, who is a wildlife photographer and like environmentalist, goes out to the swamps in Florida, finds all this weird shit going on, all these frogs, way more frogs, and then his boat gets knocked over by some rich people. He goes to the rich people's houses. The rich people have been polluting the fucking swamp and the swamp gets back at them it is dumb and also very heavy-handed because like when you think about like good eco horror i don't know i don't think i've seen a lot of eco horror movies now that i think about it like godzilla is an eco horror film in a lot of ways yeah it is it is i mean godzilla is considered one of the better eco horror movies i think the issue with eco horror is it's hard to find an eco horror movie that doesn't take itself seriously which means there's a lot of eco horror movies in the world that take themselves a little too seriously so that's bad in its own way but I don't know. There's a Australian equal horror movie. Uh, fuck. What is it called though? Oh, Long Weekend. That's the Long film. Weekend. What happens in Long Weekend? I don't know that. One. Okay, so there's this Australian equal horror movie called Long Weekend. It works in a similar way this movie does, where a couple goes to nature and they're like a little pissed off about it because it's not as fun as they like it. And then the nature is like, well, if you're going to be so fucking mean to us, they start like fucking them over. I mean, it's a fun premise. It's just, I think, I think sometimes the wild nature is like so faceless in a lot of ways that it's hard to make. Uh... So I think revenge is something that is inherently with a face. So like when you look at movies where people are getting revenge, horror films, like the Candyman, he is getting revenge against like a white supremacist community, basically. Not like that characters are all KKK members, but he's like in response to white on black violence and so he has a face that can contextualize this history but the revenge of the natural world always feels so faceless right because it's just like it's just the wild and the wild is also so brutal and so violent from a human perspective that i think sometimes movies with like giant sharks killing people and stuff like that crawl was another one alligator film they feel less like villains who are getting back at humanity and more just like monsterish. I think sometimes they're a little bit unsuccessful. Well, I think the ones that are most successful, which is something like Long Weekend, and I didn't watch all of Crawl, so I'm wondering if Crawl is like this because Frogs is definitely not like this, where it focuses a little more on a sort of psychological element of the victims, and that's a little more rare and unique to equal horror yeah. because in some ways the horror of the environment is the guilt of humanity. Technically, the psychological psychology elements of eco-horror movies is almost more important especially if done right i think one of the nice things about crawl was that at its core it's actually a family movie it's about a daughter who's had a, who has an estranged relationship with her father and also an estranged relationship with herself like she's struggling with the way she sees herself i think the the psychology there is not man against nature necessarily or it is man against nature but nature doesn't deserve revenge if that makes sense in this film i also think i don't know maybe this is a 2022 perspective when we think about like nature right now right everyone's like oh mother earth mother earth and it's like nah the earth is like probably gonna be okay it let, let's say that humanity damages the earth eventually when all the humans are gone the earth will like get back to not being so fucked that's like a, the new narrative we have instead of being like we're damaging the planet it's like no we're killing ourselves so like the green movement i think in a lot of ways has like shifted to a human-centric perspective rather than a mother earth perspective that's really interesting i do think some sectors of our social world does care about what you're talking about so like yeah 
even though the earth may never die, even if we end up polluting everything or cause global warming, life does die. And I think there's people who care about that life, right? Like the tree nerds, the animal nerds. I guess they're all grouped into environmentalism, but maybe socially they shouldn't be and they should actually be divided. So I think it's less that we've moved away from caring about saving life and probably more that in within environmentalism there's like two different stronger and stronger thoughts that have become more and more accepted as a main narrative of environmentalism despite the fact we haven't decided to separate them into two different conversations which is fucking weird i think it's also worth mentioning that this movie came out in 1972 the green movement that we we see nowadays not just like the green new deal and stuff like that but actual you know save the frogs kind of narratives that didn't start until the late 60s. This movie came out at a time where the green movement had just started getting traction. This would be like making a movie about white on black violence right as Black Lives Matter started being vocal in the media. I I think some of the reason it feels silly and not super effective is because of our position viewing it. Our position in relationship to the green green movement now. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think your example was bad though. (laughs) One of my examples bad? Okay, well give me a better example then. I don't know. I just feel like Black Lives Matter is a pretty late point in police violence history. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but we're not talking about the history of the violence. We're talking about the history of the media presenting the violence as something to care about. I mean, there has been media that has presented Black Lives Matter as something to care about. It's just not mainstream media, right? Right, and now I'm talking about See, the uh, No, I don't think environmentalism was mainstream even in the 70s. It was starting to get mainstream in the 70s. Well, it was... The 60s had... No, its, so yeah, the 60s uh, had the Back to Earth hippie movement. You know there was a 60s civil rights movement, right? Your example sucks. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, man. I can't wait till you get to Roanoke. I was re- I've was i been reading this manga called Tough, and there's this character who learns how to punch with just his knuckle, and he hits you in the head, and your fucking brain explodes. That's what I'm going to do to you. That's what I'm going to do to you. Listeners, does Swede's apple suck? Let us know. I mean, I'm just talking about history. I'm just talking about the history of the Green Movement. I think it sucks. Swade thinks I'm stupid. You are stupid. Sucks. So, listeners, let us know. Because, I mean, I'm, like, re-listening to our podcast episodes, and every single time Swade threatens me or, like, tells me I'm stupid, I, like, think to myself, and I'm like, that actually wasn't that stupid. Maybe he was the stupid okay, one. Okay, no, 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 listen. Let me deflecting. defend my point. Let me defend Your my point. Your point is good. The example just sucks. Which example sucks? The Black Lives Matter Okay, example. well, then give me a better one. We don't need an example. The point is so good, it doesn't need an example. Have you ever considered something? points don't need examples because they're so good that's how smart you are you're that fucking smart so smart i'm smart walt i'm a smart boy yeah because you just made a point that doesn't need an example will you give me a kiss on the cheek but now you're so hung up on a fucking example we derailed your point because now we're just talking about whether your point needs an example okay well you know what walter Here's the real question I want to ask you. How do you feel about frogs? Do you think this is what makes our podcast interesting? Whether or not some points need examples. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, what I do you think you about you. that? You know what I think about it, Walt? <laughs> I, think, I think you're antagonizing me. I feel bullied. I feel attacked This right is what now. you do to no, me no, no, all no. the fucking time. This is what time. you do to me all the fucking time. <laughs> I just try to like balance it out a little. Just, just try, try to, to learn from you. You're trying to learn from me? Padawan. You're, you're mirroring my behavior. Well, then wouldn't that mean you're teaching me? I don't know what a Padawan is. So the Padawan, Padawans are the Padawans are the little Jedi kids. So what the fuck is Jedi older? elders, I think they might be called? Yeah, exactly. So why would I use a lame term when I could use a cool term, even if it doesn't mean the same thing? Okay, Explain well, you know that what? one to me. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to eat a chicken sandwich, Walt. Do you know what a chicken sandwich is? Okay, chicken sandwich is kind of a lame term. So you're thinking of something even more lame than a chicken sandwich, which I'm guessing is a water bottle. No, I'm going to go eat Mapo Tofu, but I don't want to say Mapo Tofu because it's a lame term. I'd rather say chicken sandwich. You don't actually believe that, though, because Mapo Tofu is a sick term. It is a sick term. It is a sick exactly. talk about frogs do you think frogs are scary how do you feel about frogs would you touch a frog would you hold a frog i would hold a frog they're a little uh slimy i don't think frogs are scary but also i have explained this on the podcast anything in mass is fucking scary to me see i feel that way about a lot of animals but so all right so at the end of frogs they're okay so there's oh, this like shitty wait, wait. old guy i don't think any of the frogs in this film were ever scary no they're super cute right i mean i want to say they're super cute they're just there. Uh, i don't know they're, so at the end of the movie this like sh- this shitty old guy he he's like the one who's made nature suck so bad and is like refusing to leave his place even though sam elliott is like you need to get out of your house we need to get off this island because it's an animal toad apocalypse and the old man's like no it's fine and then at the end he like has a heart attack, I guess, uh, and falls out of his wheelchair, and all these toads just climb all over him. And my first thought was, man, I wish a bunch of toads would just climb all over me. I would love to just lie on the ground and let 30 toads crawl all over my body. I think it'd be so fun. Like the poisonous ones? No, not the poisonous ones, Walt. The non-poisonous <laughs> kind. Also, I'm not sure frogs and toads would appreciate you discriminating. Okay, well, no, this is actually important to note. Part of the reason this movie sucks is because the animals that are hopping that are the titular frogs are not frogs. They're all toads. 100%. Oh, so this movie was a discriminatory movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like frog washing. Yeah, exactly. It's frog washing. It's frog (laughs) washing. These are some good chubby toads. Some good beefy boys. They look a little bit like cane toads. I'm not sure they're cane toads, though, because I don't know if they have cane toads in Florida um, where the movie was shot but they're these big beefy warty toads just riveting along I I love frogs I love holding them in my hand I know they don't necessarily appreciate it but I I love holding them in my hand I like you know watching them oh wait can I I fucking frogs taste yummy frogs are good (laughs) I've eaten frogs once or twice I don't think they taste any better than chicken well that's the thing you don't expect them to taste like chicken but they do no that's what I expect yeah exactly why do you expect them to taste like chicken that makes no sense to me one's a fucking bird and one's a fucking reptile because they eat frogs in South Louisiana and from my childhood my dad was like yeah frogs just taste like chicken it's like alligator okay I understand that but that's a fucking experience thing there's no logic in it like logically it doesn't make sense okay but what I'm saying is when I was first introduced to the concept of eating frogs Frogs, I was told they tasted like chicken. Okay, well, delete your childhood from okay, this conversation. It. Your delete child is well, ruining this conversation. I'm delete- Let me your delete it. Li- Let me delete it. Is- Let okay, me delete. Fine. Let me delete. Your child was le- legit ruining this conversation. Okay, I'm deleting it right now. I'm hacking into my own mind. One second. Deleting. Okay, I've forgotten my childhood. Okay. Who am I? What's my name? Who am I? Why do frogs taste Who like chicken? Who am I? Where am I? Why do What's f- going on? What's Does my it- name? Walter, you have to tell me my name. You'll know when you answer this question. Do you trust me? I trust you, sir, who I don't know. If you trust me, why do frogs taste like chicken? I don't know. Their legs look similar. Okay. That's not true at all. I don't know why I said that. That's totally <laughs> <true>. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> they have feathers. <laughs> yeah, they have feathers, just like frogs. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, to be frank, if you look at a frog, I don't think they look particularly tasty. Exactly. That's why I think they're so surprisingly tasty. You know, in Kansas, it's called teen guy, and teen means a field, but teen also sounds a little like sweet so as a young lad who doesn't fucking understand what chinese is i always thought that frog was literally translated as sweet chicken so does the, the guy part in teen guy translate to chicken guy yeah yeah and also prostitute okay so it's a field chicken prostitute would you all right which monster girl would you rather give a kiss to a frog monster girl or a chicken monster girl i have never seen a chicken monster girl so because i'm a weirdo who always wants to see the new next yeah. thing I would pick the chicken monster. Dude, you're like the main character from fucking Hellraiser. He's just like, I need a new form of pleasure. New, new. Except instead of like chains made of blood that rip your organs out, it's like fucking a chicken girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I cut you off because I thought you're you're from Louisiana, so things are like a little different. But I wanted to like let people know that out of all the foods that someone might think is weird, frog is actually totally really... edible. Totally normal. God put frogs on earth meant to be eaten. And here's here's another thing I'll say. I think I would eat a frog before I would eat a toad. Because frogs tend to have really smooth skin. They tend to be like almost more fish-like. They don't have the bumps and lumps everywhere. Where like a toad is just like a big old warty motherfucker. This is another thing that's weird. My dad calls frogs and everyone where he's from, they don't call them frogs or toads. They call them toad frogs. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> frogs don't deserve their fucking... Uh, toads and frogs don't deserve having a difference. That is what everyone has decided. No, they about. are different. They are explicitly different creatures. Yeah, but no one no one thinks they deserve it. I think they deserve it. Because I think they're... Ex- because, because there's a difference between the two. There's, there's differences in the way they live, in the way they populate, in the way they look. I mean, they're different things. I think one of the weird things about frogs and eating them is that they're small. Like, I feel like you can get more meat from a chicken. Yeah, they are small. So? So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think that's one of the... Like, if someone put, like, 16 frog carcasses in front of me and one chicken carcass, I would probably, just from ease of use, do the chicken carcass. I feel like I could take apart a chicken way quicker than I could a frog, because frogs are, like, small and fiddly. But you're comparing frog to the best of the best. Well, I'm talking about size. I'm talking about size. But frogs are really good for, like, mixing with vegetables, if you cut up frogs into Why are they better for mixing through vegetables than chicken? They're not better. I'm saying that it's unfair to compare it to chicken, because chicken's, like, the best of the best. If you're comparing it to, like, snake, frogs are better than snakes. Okay, I've never eaten snakes. Or if you're comparing it to, like, crickets, it's better than crickets. I'm just saying, like, it's unfair to compare it to chicken, because chicken... Seeing, like, I'm, what I'm, I'm totally disagreeing. I think really the only difference between chicken and frog, as far as how it is, is the amount. Like, I think that's really the difference in the times I've eaten frog. It's like, I am not sure I could taste it the difference. I mean, I think frogs, this meat is a little more, uh, less tender. Okay, okay. I mean, that would make sense. They have do more m- muscle tendons in their body. When, you know, people don't factory farm frogs in the same way they do chickens. No one's, like, domesticated frogs for food. Because if you see, like, wild birds, it's not, like, you know, it would be like that. A pheasant is really good if we're talking about weird animals. I don't know how weird it is, but I, I, I've eaten pheasant before. I thought that was pretty good. Partridge is good, Never too. Never had partridge. I rec- oh, dude, when we all got COVID in my household and we all needed soup, but we, like, couldn't go out because we didn't want to infect the world i was digging through my freezer and i found like a bunch of oh what were they like frozen i guess maybe they were 
they were like real small birds. Quails. Frogs. Frogs. No, I found quails. <laughs> I found a bunch of frozen quails that I forgot and I bought in from the Asian market like a month ago. And you know, they had been in the freezer, so it's not like they'd gone bad. So I made I made chicken soup with uh with the quail. It was good. It was good. I liked it. And it like you know, I like when you make a chicken soup, you have to boil it for a really long time because for the meat to fall off the bones. It was way quicker with the quails because they were so much smaller. The like heat worked quicker mm. so why did you have random quails in your fridge i, I bought it like I, I i bought it like a month before i was like oh i'm gonna fry these up like deep fry them whole body and i never got around to it okay sounds sounds like sounds great <laughs> sounds good. i'm glad that yeah i actually don't know enough about quails to make a comment unfortunately i mean again it just tasted like very small chickens i'm telling you dude that's why it's unfair i mean i understand your point i, I think it's unfair to compare any meat to chicken and pork because those are the super flexible meats that can be like eaten by themselves and eaten with other things incredibly easy and used as soup really easily comparing any meats to those two is like unfair i don't understand why they're unfair I'm, I'm, i don't understand it because it's like comparing the difference between a c student and an a student is that the a student is the best that's not what i'm saying at all i'm saying the difference between uh you know a biology student and an english student is that one is way easier to cut into pieces to make a soup with okay that i understand but i'm telling you your fucking biology student is an a student while you're English student is a C student. I, I disagree. I think my English student is also an A student. So you're saying more people should eat yeah. frogs in the same way they eat chicken? Yeah, I think it'd probably be better for the environment. Probably. I don't actually know that. <laughs> Um, at all. I'm, like, totally talking <laughs> on my ass. Yeah. Alright, let's imagine how eating frogs would be better for the environment. Okay, one, wetter. So we need more water, which is good for nature. Water is good for nature. Okay, you didn't... Is there a frog anywhere in this fucking first example? The frogs need water to survive. And so we have more water and it's better for nature. All the water. <laughs> oh, so you think chickens don't need They need water. less water. They definitely need less water. I'll go next. Frogs eat insects. Okay, that's good. So do chickens, though. So so they really are the same. Yeah, animal. pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> they just have feathers and don't live in the water all the time. Frogs will stick their tongue and zip out mosquitoes. Chicken need dead mosquitoes in order to eat them, right? That's true. Okay. That's true. So we that eat all the frogs. True. They're going to be extra mosquitoes, which means people will itch themselves to death and stop ruining the environment. That's true. That's very true. Um, and I also think it's important to point out that chickens eat ground bugs. They don't like jump in the air and get a. F they they eat bugs out of the ground, which like we need ground bugs to make their soil good. Yeah, we don't need air bugs. As we much. don't need mosquitoes at least. I don't think they do anything for the environment. Probably. Do you think frogs eat bees? <laughs> Dude, I'd love to see a frog trying to eat a bee. Are you kidding me? That should be so cool. <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> well, if frogs eat bees, then we need to kill. Yeah, all we the need frogs to kill all the frogs to so save the bees. Save our yeah, bees. Yeah, save the bees. Save Not the bees. a bee, mind you. Not one single bee. All the bees. I, you know, I have a pet frog. He's an albino African clawed frog. I got this frog when I was like probably five, so it's like twenty-one years old. And we had two. Yeah, they don't die, huh? We had two. One passed away. And this actually proves that homosexuality is not unnatural. Because these frogs, they were both dudes. Or both ladies. I don't know. But they never procreated. But they would hug and like hump. And they would like make noise. These like frog love noises. Like, at night. And they would like hug and be in love. And then when one died, the frog would just like swim in circles and be like, make these like sad frog noises. It was like so sad. Ah. Uh. 
So they didn't go ribbit. No, they did like a more tweedly noise. They weren't ribbit frogs. When you come to my house, Walt, you'll hear a bunch of frogs because my next door neighbors have like a above ground pool that they've stopped taking care of. And it's just filled with fucking frogs. You can like hear it at night. It's like mad loud. I feel like I am so anti-nature unless someone goes, yo, this is a sound. I'm just going to like zone it out. I'll point it out. You know what it sounds like? These frogs sound like they sound like a super small version of King Ghidorah's roar. It's really weird. Yeah, those words just fucking... You know King Ghidorah from Godzilla? The three-headed golden monster? Oh, okay. Next time, pronounce it as King Ghidorah. Then maybe I would Did you want me noticed. to do it with like a racist accent? Would that help? No, it wouldn't help. The problem was you said the two words so close to one another, it sounded the one, like one yeah, word. Yeah, all my Godzilla fans out there, all my Godzilla bros out there, you know what I'm talking about. That's right. Shit on Walter. He doesn't know anything about Godzilla. He's too busy watching Carly Rae Jepsen and The Summer I Turned Pretty like a bitch. What is the second one again? The Summer I Turned Pretty. <laughs> Another Godzilla monster? It's a book that they turned into a movie, and the book is based off of the same woman who wrote to all the boys I loved, which I know you love to death. Yeah, but they're not Asian, so. In The Summer I Turned Pretty, no, they're not Asian. I only like two the boys all I love because of the Asian main character. You also love romance movies that don't have Asian people in them. Yes, that is true. So I have a feeling you'd probably like The Summer I Turned Pretty. But there are also a lot of romance movies that That's I That's true. Like, definitely, maybe. <sighs> Not definitely, maybe. Um, for all the people who are worried about my frog, we put some, like, small goldfish in his tank, and he, like, stopped being sad and stopped making, like, sad frog noises. The only problem is he eats them also. <laughs> so, like, every couple months, we have to, like, just, like, put more goldfish in the tank because he's eaten them all, and he gets sad. So he's, like, this monster who's, like, I'm lonely, and then we give him friends, and he's, like, I'm lonely, but also I can fit you in my mouth. Are you sure that's what it is? Maybe he's, he's like me, who fucking eats six hamburgers in order to, like, get over my depression. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. He might have an eating disorder, He might have a man. frog eating disorder. So, but, so we feed the frog, uh, not just feeder fish, not just little goldfish. We also, my mom feeds him worms, and if there's a fly in the house and we slap it we'll like get the fly and feed it to the frog i can't remember which it which is because the two frogs are pp and pikachu i think pikachu is the one that's left but it could be pp i don't know because they just like our frogs hey everybody i want to let you know that we've got our first uh, what is it called? Well, what is it called when someone like gives you stuff from when you do something for money? A job? No, like it's like a, a first sponsorship. All right. Yeah, I got it. I'm really excited to say we've got our first sponsored bit. This is from the Church of the Blind Stag. They're a little community out in uh, Pawtucket, Virginia, um, not too far, and they sponsored far out uh, our show. So thank you, the Church of the Blind Stag, and we'll uh, we'll roll that bit. Okay, right why the now? No, we're not rolling it right now. Why the fuck did we take a sponsor from a non-film organization, Suede? Because it's money. Okay, it's I don't money. get it, though. Well, Walter, that's because you're rich. Are we doing I'm it not. with condoms? Are we going to do one with condoms in the future? If condoms give us money, hell yeah, we'll do it. All right, then I guess we're doing a fucking nutter sponsor bit from a non-film organization. Roll that bit. Roll that beautiful bit footage. And now, the monthly horoscopes, brought to you by the Church of the Blind Stag. Remember, even sightless, he watches over us all.
Look out, Amy. Someone loves you. Loves you a tad too much, maybe. Remember, you're always better off alone. Rather than having your entrails swallowed by some mad cannibalistic lover. Your lucky item is a used condom, and your lucky color is mauve. Taurus, the winds of change blow well for you in the form of a tornado. I would get to the nearest cellar as quickly as possible, and if you can't do that, hope that you are heavy enough not to be moved by the gale force winds. Maybe try eating rocks, or sand, or rocky sand, or sandy rocks, or other heavy objects. Your lucky item? is a rock, and your lucky color is champagne. Gemini. You know that guy you have a crush on? Oh, you know the one. With the thick eyebrows and the soft voice. The one from Chem 102. He is totally into you. I promise. I asked Cheryl about it, and you know Cheryl, always gossiping. And she said that Chad told Oscar that Jerry said to William that the hunky guy with the thick eyebrows would definitely give you a kiss. Your lucky item is a pink scrunchie, and your lucky color is taupe. Cancer. I have to whisper this so they don't hear. You need to run. Stand up. Don't look around. Simply run. They've been following you all week. I promise you they have. Following and sniffing. Hungry for your blood. Run. Run now. Run before they find you. Your lucky item is a desiccated lizard. And your lucky color is eggshell. Leo. You will transform into a hungry lion while you sleep. This shouldn't be a problem. Unless of course you live with someone. Then you will most likely eat them. I would start sleeping in a large iron cage, arming your loved ones with lion poison, and remembering the words of hermetic philosopher Jastille Dumont. Please, God, do let my loved ones not be swallowed by lions. Your lucky item is lion poison, and your lucky color is sandalwood. Virgo. Hey, babe. You want to come with me back to my place? I can light some candles, put on some lip biscuit, and we can crush some guts. Your boss is going to say that to you word for word this week. When you turn him down, he will begin to cry. Do not give in.
This is a calculated attempt to seduce you through pity. Hold firm and do not have sex with him. Three days later, you will awake with the ability to jump 17 feet into the air. Your lucky item is also lion poison, and your lucky color is toasted walnut. Libra. 16, 24, 48, Alpha. 7, Ypsilon, Delta, Code 9, Foghorn, Operation 16 Candles is a go. Repeat, Operation 16 Candles is a go. Your lucky item is a silenced PPK 380, and your lucky color is double taupe. Scorpio, I know you've been masturbating. How could you? What would your mother think? She loves you very much. And here you are, masturbating the day away. Get a job. Drink a strong cup of coffee. Build something like your grandfather would have. Something sturdy. Made from oak and nails and also just stop masturbating. Your lucky item is a bottle of lube. And your lucky color is beach sand. Sagittarius, be careful when eating. I'm pretty sure the chef just hit a bunch of spiders in your eggplant farm. He's hoping they will lay eggs inside of you and he can finally be a father again. Why would you even go to a restaurant called We Are Not Spiders trying to fill people with eggs? That seems a little obvious. Also, you will find a dollar bill. Can I have it? Your lucky item is a shoehorn, and your lucky color is mop water. Capricorn. Your grandmother misses you. You should call her. Just pick up the phone. Hopefully she won't say anything racist this time. You know she's from a different time and all. But honestly, so is your other grandmother, and she got with the times. Maybe say something to her about it. Your racist grandmother, I mean. What a bitch. Your lucky item is a King James Bible, and your lucky color is smoke. Aquarius. You're adopted. Congratulations. Your mother is barren, and your dad's sperm was heavily damaged by his tight, tight genes. Lucky you. You share no blood with either of the people who raised you. Doesn't that make you feel great? Why, they're practically strangers, aren't they? You are all alone in this world. Your lucky item is a picture of your birth parents that has been badly water damaged, so you cannot see their faces. Your lucky color 
Pisces, you should eat more goat cheese. Hopefully that will stop the cancer that is growing inside your bones. I'm not sure if goat cheese fights cancer, but I think goat cheese is gross, and most gross things fight cancer. Also, don't worry about the bone cancer. It will kill you far swifter than the rabid dogs that are hunting you. Your lucky items are a bottle of one-a-day women's vitamins, and your lucky color is a foul, jaundiced gray. because it's called the frogs right but the animals that kill people are never frogs with the exception of at the end kind of there are a few different deaths the ones we see on screen are a guy gets bitten to death by tarantulas a lady gets bitten by snakes a guy gets torn apart by alligators a guy gets poisoned by lizards breaking glasses filled with poison in a greenhouse and then an old man has a heart attack and i maybe the frogs caused it maybe it's, like, ambiguous as to why he died in relationship to the frogs. Um, but that's when all the frogs hop all over him at the end. And every time I say frog, no, I'm thinking toads, because they were toads, not frogs. Did you find any of those animals scary? I would be panicking to God if I was lying on the ground, covered in webs, and a bunch of tarantulas started biting me. That would be scary as fuck. That being said tarantulas can't really kill you they're not that deadly even the ones in florida right like they, they're not poisonous they're like bee stings so i guess if enough stung you maybe you could go into anaphylactic shock and die but for the most part tarantulas are not gonna kill okay you. i d wasn't thinking of this thought experiment as in i was in the situation i was more thinking what was visually a little gross oh visually the worst bit is the spiders i think it's the slugs those slugs? are fucking gross. Where are their slugs? Yeah, there was a bunch of leeches or Oh, the leeches was slaves. pretty rough. Yeah, 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 the leeches. The doddering uh, old woman who gets killed, she's, like, chasing after a butterfly because she, like, catches the butterflies and, like, turns them into dioramas and stuff like that because she's, like, bad, I guess. And she's, like, running through this forest, like, freaking out. And she keeps running into snakes and being like, oh, my God! And finally she gets, like, she falls into a pool full of leeches and she's, like, running and screaming. And it's like, oh, my God! And then she gets bit on the leg by a rattlesnake, which will kill you. I mean, not like instantly. Oh, the leeches look so gross. My brain just they were shut so off. gross. They were gross. Have you ever had a leech on you? <laughs> I well, hate leeches. No, I've never had a leech on me. I don't think I have either. Every single time I see one in the movie, I'm always like, "Oh God, fuck!" I hate them. So you would never do like leech therapy? No. Maybe. I mean, to be honest, I'll try anything. Do you know what they'll do sometimes with necrotizing flesh? No, I have no idea what even necrotizing flesh is. Okay. Like burnt flesh? Dying flesh, rotting flesh on your own body. Why does that happen? Like leprosy? Uh, well, like you have an infection. Like, so if the blood stops going to the flesh, it starts rotting. Sometimes it's safer and easier to put maggots in those wounds and have them eat all the dead flesh. And this is on people while they're still alive. That's pretty fucking... I mean, can you imagine that? Fuck that, dude. I'd, I'd just be like, take off my fucking arm. Just rip it fucking off. And this is like in war, right? Or something like that. No, right? dude, they do this in hospitals. Am I going to be conscious? 
I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I will tell you that there was a homeless dude recently who, I did not see this, but another buddy of mine downtown who also kind of cares for the homeless people got a guy to the hospital, got him into the hospital because he had an infection and there were like flies. Like you could tell like it was infected, had like insect larvae in the wound. Oh, that's, I mean, to be honest, it happens a lot and I've heard a lot of, I mean, every single horror stuff always talks about ant uh insects inside the wound wounds. yeah 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 so but it's i mean it's it, you don't think about it in real life yeah exactly and it's because the maggots will eat the dead flesh first which means a lot of the living flesh gets saved versus if you go in there through a knife to cut it off it's, it's very time consuming and you can do more damage to the flesh around it doing that i will say an extension of it no not an extension extension i i mean the opposite extension like to a lesser degree if you think about it when i don't clean my room so then there's like a trail of ants and i can't fucking fix the ant problem anymore that's kind <laughs> of like you don't clean your wound enough and then therefore there's flies in it yeah literally literally <laughs> you know it's not hard to get rid of ants you just get rid of all the stuff and then you pour some cinnamon wherever they're congregating ants hate cinnamon everyone has their fucking rumors once the problem starts <laughs> no one ever gets it fixed unless you fucking Dude, try really hard we get rid of ants all the time congratulations we're we're country folk down here dang old country folk <laughs> dang old cut gotta get wow. rid of the ants what the fuck why is terry here Terry, Terry, Terry will come back. Terry, Terry's been going to church actually a whole bunch. He found a new church. It's mad weird. So even though the frogs are not scary, they are very interesting. The frogs are like orchestra directors of the animals, despite not killing anyone, which is really funny. They act as heralds almost, um, or like um, oracles to the doom, right? Like you know, whenever there are a bunch of frogs like croaking, you're like, oh shit, it's coming. It's it's a little bit like the Raven, Quoth the Raven Nevermore, you know, by Poe. No, remember, it's called the Dove. It's called the Dove. <laughs> Ooh, that's a throwback. One second, let me go all the way to the touchdown zone and catch that. That is a throwback. Yeah, the Dove. No, but in in Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven, this Raven like I don't ne- consider never... them as oracles though. But go ahead with the Raven. Sorry, you don't think they're oracles? You you think of the toads more as telling the other animals what to do? Yeah, because the scenes that I remember best is like the guy getting eaten by an alligator, and each time it would cut back to a toad croaking. Actually, maybe the toad was like, oh my god, it's going to be super bad. But I always thought it was also like the toad was yelling to the alligator, like, how to attack. I can see that. Like a war general. I think when I say oracle or herald, I think of it less. Like, like the the toads are the voice of the natural world. The other animals are the hands and the fists. But the toads are the voice saying, Mm. god damn you. I could see that too. I just never thought of it like that. My mind has been opened. Oracle, speak to me. You speak to me, Toad Oracle. Okay, that's actually the next thing I want to ask you. Why the fuck do we say ribbits? Ribbit is so far away from any of the frog noises. No, when it's like a like a ribbit is like ribbit. I can kind of hear it. I can't hear it at all. I mean, I think it depends. I mean, so for instance, my favorite frog noises are the ones that are super low, the toads, the toad noises. The ones that are like, which you don't hear around here. You have to kind of go into swampier places in the United States to hear them. But like in Louisiana, it's so cool you can hear them. I don't hear enough frogs around me, so I don't actually know. 
Uh, I think another reason I, I saw the toads as like not necessarily as orchestrators and more like just judges almost. The frog's eyes are shot in a way to make them feel like they're judgmentally watching, right? Like a lot of the footage with the frogs is just like as people are dying, it's just like this solemn view. To me, the frogs are the intellectual and emotional part of nature where the rest of the animals are just the limbs. But I love this idea. I also totally love this idea that the frogs are like the generals. Like the frogs are like Orochimaru telling the sound ninja where to go. The film sort of makes the frogs look really useless and not very strong but if they were the generals if they were fucking Zhuge Liang or something like that do you know who Zhuge Liang is? yeah it's my favorite Chinese general do you actually know who Zhuge Liang is? no I have no fucking clues did you say Rudy Giuliani? Talking about Rudy Gi- I love Rudy Giuliani. Okay, who Rudy Giuliani is? <laughs> I know who Rudy Giuliani is. Okay, who is Rudy Giuliani? If you want to interrupt my fucking spill, Dude, Giuliani, he's just is, fucking, you better he's just fucking, fucking have a good fucking he person fucking to interrupt sucks. us. He's just this like media person slash like fucking politician, Rudy Giuliani. He's a fucking piece of shit. Okay, what type of general fucking heroics has he done? He hasn't. He's just a shitty right-wing asshole. Okay, fucking, I'm so happy I've learned about this person. My life has increased. I was making a joke because it sounds a little bit like Rudy Giuliani. Okay, it doesn't really, though, so maybe you might want to not say that next time. Say it again. Say it again. Say say the joke. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani. Sounds exactly the same. Okay, so does Bob, then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I just thought um, you would be interested because you like uh, want to talk about Lubo all the time. And it's okay, like three no, I am interested. Racing. I am interested. I am interested. I have my brain is bad and it makes me want to say things all the time because I'm like I'm like Sonic. Remember? Or you're like a frog because <laughs> I'm like a frog. <laughs> the frogs don't <laughs> fucking shut up in this fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They don't shut up in real. What life, do you think dude? it is? Uh, what do you mean? That, like, they can't shut up. You think it's, like, they have a very itchy throat, so they always have to clear it? <laughs> they, like... Yeah, they're always clearing their throat. Because <laughs> that's sometimes what I don't it know, feels dude. like. If I could, like, make loud noises like that all the time, I would probably do it. I mean, I do make a lot of loud noise in general. Remember all the screaming we used to do when we lived together for no reason? Yeah. I think it's just like that. Okay, that makes sense. There's just, like, a Walter frog and a suede frog, like, hanging out in the pool, and they're just screaming at each other. And there's a Tory frog near the Swade and Walter frog who's screaming at them to be quiet. So do you think frogs are always in chaos, like, always having fun? That's what I imagine. I imagine that the only time it's not fun to be a frog is when, like, a snake tries to eat you. I feel very similarly about birds. I feel like it's- I wonder if they, like, shame spiral when that happens. They're like, oh no, I'm getting- oh no, I did something stupid, I walked to the wrong place, and now a snake Uh, is trying to eat me. uh, Not a snake. this all the family by the way nah dude okay so first of all two things number one a lot of people suck but the guy who gets poisoned so basically there's this guy and he's like super chill he's just like here having a good time he's got himself a girlfriend who's black and it's like a thing like the granddad is like kind of upset about it but like no one's saying it and he's like man isn't it funny what a dick and his girlfriend's like yeah he's such a dick and he gets killed he like has done nothing wrong and he gets killed basically like all these lizards come while he's in this greenhouse and all these lizards just start knocking over all these jars that are just like labeled poison which is crazy i don't know what you're thinking i've been in greenhouses before i've never seen one that's just labeled poison there are like some chemicals that you use to grow plants that are considered toxic to humans but you don't just like 
oh, here's my fucking jar of poison. It's like, no, you have like a, like, you know, a plant food or something like that. But so he dies for no reason. It's like totally undeserved. So he's chill. I like him. He did not deserve to die. Oh, so the other people deserved. Yes. I think the other people sucked pretty hard. Uh, I think it's also worth noting, it's like, this is an intersectional eco-horror, because all the black people in it, because there's the, the lady, and then there are some people who work for the family, who are finally like, fuck this, we're all gonna get eaten by frogs, this sucks, we're leaving, come on, someone needs to, you, you should come with us, we don't want you to get eaten by frogs. But they all leave, and they actually escape. They don't end up dying, which is like rare in a f- horror movie from the 70s. How? You don't remember they escape. I don't know if that was ever confirmed. Because they drop their bags, and then they like disappear? Yeah, but you see everyone else die. You see everyone else die, so obviously they survive. I know that. I thought like it was ambiguous. Maybe it was him. I I assumed they survived. I kind of thought maybe, but then I saw their bags still there at the end when they were running to hitchhike in the car. That is true. That is true. So I was like, wait a second. Are they dead then? No, but the old man in the wheelchair, literally the only reason he doesn't want anyone to leave is because it's his birthday. And he always celebrates his birthday the same way. And July 4th. And July 4th. He was born on July 1st. Also, all the family was born on the same month. A bunch of them were. All born in July. But he's like, this birthday is so important. And like Sam Elliott is just like, four people you are related to have been killed by the natural world. We need to get out of here. And he's like, no, it's my birthday. Yeah. When I think about it throughout the whole film, when he kept going, you guys don't understand. You guys don't understand. I thought he was like some mastermind sacrificing them all to like the frog demons. No, it's just his birthday. (laughs) It's just like my birthday. Birthday. Oh, it's my birthday. So, do you know anyone who's like this about their birthdays? Like, who can you think of who would be willing to sacrifice someone for their birthday? Yeah, you. Me? Are you kidding me? I'm joking. No one can. I know. There's not a single fucking person I know who's like this. Maybe. Donut. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, also, my little brother is pretty, like, into his own birthday. Not as much as he used to be, but he used to be pretty into it. It used to be, like, an important day for In him. what ways? Like, he would need a big birthday party, or, like, he need everyone to, like, bend to his whims? He just, like, wanted everyone to pay attention to him. He wanted it to be, like, a thing. His birthday's coming up. You're actually gonna be here while his birthday's going on. Alright, well, I'll make sure I bully him on his birthday. Uh, bully him. Bully him good. <laughs> LeBron James, maybe? I think he cares too much about his birthday. Rest in peace, LeBron James. Rest in peace, LeBron James. Kobe Bryant, I think he cares too much about his birthday. I care about the day Actually, he died. I don't want to talk about Kobe. He's a fucking rapist. Let's find another dumb person who's dead that we can mock. <laughs> Your grandma. <laughs> Yeah, how do you know my grandma's dead? <laughs> Didn't she pass away recently? I actually have no grandmas who have died. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of your grandpa. Your grandpa's the one who died. Okay, wait, let's do that joke again. Say say it again. Oh. Say, do you know anyone? Think of another person who's died. No, the bit's ruined. Just, no, just do it. It'll be funny. Just do it. It won't be funny. It's never funny. I promise you it's going to be funny. I swear. <gasps> oh my God, we need to grab someone who's dead to do the birthday bit i can't breathe unless we fucking find someone sweet do you have an idea of who we could do yeah my grandma <laughs> okay <laughs> wow that was that's pretty good oh right? my god my belly it's hurting so much i'm laughing so hard <laughs> uh, rest in peace sweet grandma dude literally rest in peace my grandmother she was a good woman she didn't deserve to die she was not necessarily a racist grandma she died too young i don't know about that she she was very old. I don't think she deserved to die, but she earned her death in a way that was appropriate. She she died too young. No one deserves to go out like that. <laughs> she died peacefully of pneumonia. I wish they could have stayed with us longer. 
<laughs> so weird. So weird. This is so me that I can't figure out why. Yeah, because I'm mocking everyone who's crying about having a dead person around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost the war, but they're still with me. <laughs> <laughs> Still yeah, me. that one actually was like a little mean because that's usually what they use for like drug use. Yeah, or like depression. <laughs> or depression. Mental yeah. illness, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're suffering from mental illness, call the hotline. Don't call listen the hotline. to whatever dumb shit Swade's about to say. Call the hotline for the Planet Fitness. Start working out. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get super jacked. You're going to feel great. Oh, what was said? In the beginning of the Yeah, but it was a goof. It was a goof. I didn't talk about my muscles. I just talked about the gym. Well, it's different. Okay. Fair. (laughs) Do you think this old man, speaking of old people, the old man in the wheelchair just had dementia? Do you think that was why he was like so upset about his birthday? His like brain was so fried from being elderly. He was like, it's my birthday. And he just has Alzheimer's. Well, I definitely think he has Alzheimer's and dementia. But at the same time, I think he probably has sexual relationships with his daughters. Why? Well, because you talked about muscles. So I (laughs) trade on. Okay, 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 I see, I see, I see. You know, it's it's actually weird. It's kind of hard to figure out who's related to who if you're not paying close attention. So when there is sexual tension in the movie, I had to look and be like, no, wait, is this... Is this person related to this person? That's true. I, I still don't know, like, I feel like he has three sons and one daughter, and then, like, all the other women there are daughter-in-laws. Yeah, something like that, something like that. So, do what would you do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, what would you do in a situation like this? If frogs were killing me, or if I was accidentally dragged because i wanted to hook up with someone to like the weirdest family in the world what if you were in this movie like what if like you and me were best friends with the guy and i'd already gotten eaten because i wanted to kiss a toad i like saw a toad and i wanted to kiss it and then like a snake came and ate me but you're still alive what would you do in this situation i think i would try to leave immediately i don't know maybe i would stay in that room and try to like shut myself in and try not to think about it too it's hard for me to say because i'm the type of person who hates nature so much so must have been pretty fucking incredible for you to get me into that situation dude did you see that house i mean that can you imagine the food they would have had they would have had great cakes and stuff no dude that place would have shit tier food the good food is in the fucking city anyone who thinks good food is in the fucking middle of nowhere is stupid you are such a fucking cuckold why are you why would no competition create good why what is wrong with you those people legit competition creates good food so it's like it's it's like capitalism It's capitalism you love so much, Walter? No, I just, I don't understand why someone would think, like, that place would have good food. Because they're rich. There's a ton of rich people's taste buds who don't work properly. Also, the people who cook the food are black. Do you think they're having fun cooking white people food? Do you think there's any soul in it? Do you think there's any heart in it? I don't know. It's actually, actually you know, it is a good question. Their food sucked. <laughs> it was probably just know. steak and potatoes because fucking those type of alzheimer old men white people who call me oriental one thing i've learned <laughs> is that those fuckers all they want to eat is steak at that's night. true they just want a steak some mashed potatoes and yeah. gravy i just can't live without a steak vegetables yeah give me my mac and cheese did i tell you that when i was in um charleston south carolina the <laughs> in the vegetable parts of all their menus mac and cheese was always on it yeah i know it's crazy there are places like that around here too and i was like that's not a fucking vegetable that's like literally not a vegetable 
What is wrong with people? I get it. I mean, like, mac and cheese is pretty good, I guess. It's just wild. It's just like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, already, if it's mashed potatoes, I'm already like, huh. But mashed potatoes is a vegetable. Like, so technically, like, it's a vegetable. Yeah, so I'll, like, let it go. But mac and cheese is <laughs> There's no vegetable in it. a vegetable at all. <laughs> Unless you put garlic, maybe. <laughs> maybe, but even then, that's like that's like calling pizza a vegetable because you have put garlic powder on it. It's insane. <laughs> Imagine if they did the reverse. Steaks. Broccoli and cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> no, some people do that. They're like, oh, you want a cauliflower steak? Okay, actually, you're right. The fucking vegans do do that. But I like cauliflower steak, so I don't want to shit on it too much. <laughs> 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 All right, fair. Actually, I'm not going to laugh any longer. Both sides are bad. No, I think it's good. I think it's pretty funny. So, yeah, what would you do in this situation? I feel like I would be able to, like, get a lot. Well, so, okay, so first things first. When you see a rattlesnake... Don't freak out. Just, like, slowly walk back. Oh, so this is actually why you wanted this bit. You wanted to show off <laughs> how fucking awesome of a country boy you were. You knew all the rules. Okay, let's yeah. hear these rules. I'm super okay. stoked. Because, to be honest, my rule is take out my knife, take out my fork. I'll eat them. Snakes are yummy. Alligators <laughs> are yummy. Slugs, if cooked, well, I'll eat. That's my only rule when it comes to nature. If it's trying to hurt me, I'm going to hire someone to cook it for me. Okay, but you can't in this scenario. The whole the whole conceit of this film is that these people are at the mercy of nature. Well, technically, the whole conceit of this film is that you don't have any of the knowledge you're about to spit to me. So go ahead and, and that, spit Sam your knowledge Elliot anyways. Does. I would be Sam Elliott in this movie, though. Okay, what the fucking Sam Elliott really used his knowledge for being such an idiot. He survives! By running! <laughs> That's what you have to do in this situation! You just told me that a fucking rattlesnake, you shouldn't run! Well, okay, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is you shouldn't, like, freak out and run. You should calmly walk away. Walk backwards at a reasonable clip, but back up. Unless it looks like it's getting ready to strike, and then you want to fucking book it. But, like, if the, if the rattlesnake is just on the ground waggling its rattle tail, you just want to slowly back up. What if you have a baby and your baby really loves rattlers? Can you throw the baby at the rattlesnake so they can play with the rattlesnake? I'm glad you asked that, Walt. As we all know, babies are immune to poison. It's one of the most powerful things about babies. They're 100% immune to poison. So you actually, if you have a baby, you can just give it to the snake and the snake will die trying to poison the baby. That's what I thought because I didn't understand why babies could play with rattlers because those fucking things are poison to my ears. They're very poisonous. That's actually why, it's actually why there's so much lead covered toys. It's good for babies. <laughs> a Bestos covered toys. Bestos and lev covered toys. All right. How do you get out of a situation when you're in the swamps and an alligator is coming at you that one's pretty rough i will say alligators have a strong bite downwards but the ability to open their jaws is not nearly as strong does that make sense so if you are able to close their jaws up they won't be able to open yes the only issue is they're very fast in the water and very good at water and we are less good at water and alligators do this thing called a death roll because alligators can't chew when they grab onto things they're trying to kill they spin 
under the water to try and rip chunks of the meat off to swallow it. And I mean, if an alligator gets you in a death roll, you're fucked. That sounds like you would die really quickly. I think probably you'd die of blood loss or drowning. Alligators will often bring things to the bottom of rivers and lakes to let it get a little more rotten so it's easier to eat. Here's my question. If I'm holding an alligator's mouth closed, can alligators still death roll and then make it super hard to hold down? Oh yeah, it's, it would not be easy. But that's what I think I would do is I would I would navigate onto the alligator's back and hold its jaws shut. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just happy to be in this beautiful fantasy of you actually even remotely having a chance of holding an alligator's fucking mouth shut. Dude, I could do- are you kidding me? I could do that easily. Congratulations. Make your podcast normy as fuck. I want my chicken tendies. No, Swade says you gotta fucking hold an alligator's mouth down. Alright. You're, you're, you're saying- you know what it is, Walter? You are just so deeply insecure and so deeply ashamed of yourself. You have such low self-esteem that you think I'm being manly just by saying that I could survive an alligator attack. When literally- if you know what you're doing, you could survive an alligator attack. You just have to be smart. I don't think it's like me being insecure and self-hatred that I'm like it this. Is. It I is. think you're actually just insane. So let's <laughs> do this again, listeners. Okay, listeners. Who the fuck is more fucking crazy? Who's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walt or me? Is Suede actually just super toxic masculine boy or is walter just super insecure a masculine boy women can do this too this is not a gender thing you just need to be able to get the i mean that like literally when like like wildlife people come to deal with alligators the first thing they do is they use duct tape to tape their mouths shut okay just because women can do it does not mean i don't trust that your desire to do it does not come from masculine <laughs> capiche <laughs> Capiche? <laughs> Alright, give me another animal from the movie. Okay, okay. What happens if an old man told you to stay in your room? <laughs> I would listen to that old man. I would have to listen to that old man. Well, because half of the reason everyone's listening to this old man is because he's super rich, and when he dies, they're going to inherit a bunch of money. Yes. I don't know. When was the last time an old person told me to do something and I did it? <laughs> what the fuck? I do that all the time. Old people always tell me to do shit. And I always fucking do it. I never like took it seriously that Chinese people had to respect their elderlies. But you saying this right now has shown me that I actually respect my elderly maybe a little too much. Well, maybe it's just that old people don't tell me to do. Th I mean, how old are we talking? Like, are you talking about your parents? Because I listen to my parents when they ask for stuff. No. Oh yeah. I guess you have no more grandparents. Yeah, that's true. I do. But also, like, if an old person's like walking on the street, I tend to like. I tend to, like, listen to old homeless people more than I tend to listen to young homeless people. Yeah, I think I do, too, to be frank. But I, I'm I'm imagining, like, an old person telling you something to do something that, like, you think is a bad idea, right? And you listen to them. The closest thing I've done to that is there's this old man who comes into my bookstore who I once agreed to help him with his computer. So now he calls me when he needs help with his computer. <laughs> and he is, like, such a fucking pain in the ass to deal with. Um, and he's so confrontational, too, right? Like, I helped him put some stuff on Facebook Marketplace to sell. Uh -huh. And, like, he called me while I was at work. And he was like, you didn't do it right. You know, this is disgusting. You know, that's what he said. I'm just, I'm sick. And I'm like, dude, you literally just don't know how to search things. Because I, I literally did it within the first five seconds. I was like, I just Googled it on my computer. And I was like, no, you just didn't put in the right search terms. And he's like, what the fuck is a search term? <laughs>
episode. Real quick, I want to say that for the first time in our Twitter's history, we posted a tweet that got 180 likes and 11 retweets. We were talking about Sana Tsukiyomi, I think is her name is? Sana... No, Tsukumo, uh, the VTuber from Hollow. Wait, you don't even know how to pronounce this VTuber. I just call her Sana! That's what I okay, don't know. Then why didn't you name. just call her Sana? You didn't have to pretend that you were a real fan by like using her complicated Japanese name. Okay. Sana is a Hololive English <laughs> VTuber who recently graduated, and I we got a bunch of responses to the tweet, which makes me think, Walter, should we maybe make this a VTuber podcast instead of a... Okay, I just want everyone to know, each fucking time I've asked Swade, should we stop making this a movie podcast because you don't know anything about movies? Swade I know plenty of like, things about movies! Swade is always like, oh my god, no, I want to keep this a movie podcast, I think it's good! Should we, alright, should we have a new VTuber segment? We can have a VTuber segment, I'm down. I think we can have segments until you get bored, because that's just how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing okay here's the thing about um can i ask you a question i don't understand what graduating is graduating is when they stop being with hololive the company they're from so they stop being vtubers basically so they're just it's like they call it graduation i don't really know why it sounds like those fucking horror movies where like everyone's like trapped in a school and they graduate and they like go die <laughs> yeah it is it does feel a little bit like, like that. they're murdered or something <laughs> yeah i know it's it's definitely got some vibes like that um just share the fucking episode please <laughs> can, I, can i okay fine fuck it we don't have to talk no, no, about no, okay. no, no ask uh, okay maybe i misunderstood this but isn't sana graduating not just because she, probably sana wants to do something different but also because her views are like not good enough so the company yeah, wants much. to move on from her pretty much pretty much and she wasn't streaming enough so they kind of fired her a little bit yeah 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 that's what that's what i wanted to like clarify too yeah yeah, yeah which is weird but i mean you know it is what it is <laughs> yeah it is, it is what it is i wonder how you get into that mindset where you're like being hired by a company and like you just end up not streaming well part of the reason she she didn't stream a whole lot was because in the beginning she had someone close to her die or maybe it was her dog i don't know which so she took a break from streaming and then she fucked up her back somehow and so it was really hard for her to sit at her computer without getting severe back pain which is too bad because she was a very good vtuber she was a quality one she's one of my favorites but i just always thought the graduating thing was like weird and always wanted to figure out why it happened yeah i mean usually it's because of a reason they just like call it graduating i think to make it seem less like you've been fired or like Coco Kiryu was one of my favorite Japanese VTubers from Hololive. She basically retired because she was getting so much hate from the Chinese viewers because she accidentally said that, was it Taiwan or Tibet was like a free, uh-oh. Oh, CJ Ping didn't like that. He's mad. No, uh, she graduated because she was getting so much hate from the Chinese fans because she said Taiwan was a free state, not part of China. Oh, <laughs> oh sad. She had to graduate because she was getting so much hate. So fuck you, China. Oh, my God. Never mind. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, CJ, I'm sorry. Mr. Ping. Mr. Ping, I'm sorry. That doesn't help my fucking situation when you fucking apologize like that. I'm sorry, Mr. Ping. Oh, no. Uh, dude, it's fine. Our president sucks, too. Actually, that's not true. I need to... I Apparently, he passed a huge new deal, like, a, a bunch of new bills. I need to, like, figure out what... You can't just say fine and then immediately compare it to your president. That doesn't help at all. Now you've made it actually fucking political. By the way, according to our audience size in the last seven days, it was three... So, come on, people. Please listen to the podcast. You're killing me.
No response, Walt. I have no response. What do you mean? I told you. I told you we would lose the listeners. <laughs> it's fine. Even if no one listens to this podcast, we'll keep doing it forever. Everyone loves the Batman episode. Don't worry. It's because I only bring movies no one cares about. It's actually all my fault. Shitty art house movies. Okay, I actually really want to clarify this because I think a lot of people normally would think the opposite. But I'm telling you, it's Suede that's literally preventing this podcast from being about stuff that he actually likes. I've asked him so many times to move the podcast away from fucking movies and Sway does not want to. But I'm done. Let's end this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and share this episode. Give it a like. Kiss Walter on the mouth. He's in America now so if you want to try and find him and beat him up. Just so I clarify some things. I am releasing these podcast episodes a little late because I am a little busy as I'm moving around and traveling a little bit. Yeah, and I don't edit the podcast because I have more important things to do. Really, what's important left to say is if you are going to watch a movie, I want you to go ahead and uh, do it with the lights on.